record a special episode where we were going to be dissecting the season promo but that wasn't able to happen so anyway we're here now apologies for being late scheduling things for recording is very difficult and so today we're actually going to be discussing two episodes in one we're going to be talking about insult to injury and we're also going to be talking about dream a little dream the episode where Jesus had his nightmare. Now, first of all, um, before we start our podcast, before we get into everything... Give out some introductions. Yes. Um, before we do the introductions and before we start everything, I just want to give a very special shout-out and an awesome plug. Um, as some of you may remember, Gavin McIntosh, who was on The Fosters, who played Connor... He has a new movie that he's starring in out now called American Fable. It is now available to rent on major video-on-demand platforms, including Amazon, Vudu, uh, Google Play, iTunes, some cable-on-demand services. Um, go to Google and search IFC Midnight American Fable, and you'll be able to find all the information about that, or I will link it in this episode's description. You guys should totally check it out. It's a fairy tale thriller about um, a boy and a girl, part of a family. They live in um, the Midwest on a farm during the 1980s, and the family is holding a very big secret. I won't say anything more than that, but you should totally check it out. It's a very good movie. I've seen it three times so far. And I fell in love with it each time I saw it, so you guys should definitely check it out. Now, on to the Fosters! I'm Julia. And I'm Marquise. And this is the Foster Chat After Chat, but you guys already knew that. Let's get into the episode. So Let's, let's go down the line. Uh, the Well, episode one first, okay. obviously. So, yeah. Okay. Let's start. Episode 11. Let's start with Jude and Noah. This this the beginning of the episode. They're they're sneaking Ooh, they're they're yes, sneaking onto a boat and their yeah. chemistry is just off the charts. Like I love it when Jude was just made that the playful banter. Oh, and he's like, um, will you have a cute face too? Like oh, it was just so cute to me, and I love their relationship. Yeah. My 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 favorite part was probably when Noah was like, "Why are chips the best thing ever invented?" or something uh, oh, like that. Oh, and then Jude's on. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Jude said they should create a chip that has all the nutrients we need on a daily basis. <laughs> what a what if a chip such a chip existed <laughs> though? I wouldn't. I would not stop eating chips. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, me neither. Honestly, I agree with Jude. <laughs> I love, okay, so here's the thing. I am a huge Johnner shipper. I will forever be a Johnner shipper. I will never, ever forget Johnner. Johnner is everything. But, Joe is a 
kind of growing on me a little bit. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying that I am a Joa shipper, but I'm saying that I am a lot more tolerant of them now than I was okay. before. Okay. And I like. I like seeing them together. I'll let you finish in a second. I like seeing them together because I don't know. I like that Jude is. Gay. Of course. You know what I mean. Like I, I feel like I feel like they could have queer baited and they didn't, and I'm glad. Well, as for Joa, for me, when when okay, maybe I was a little bit hesitant when Noah first popped in at the little church group. Of course. Oh, definitely. But as the, as it went forward definitely. and Jude actually Jude when Jude saw an actual interest in Noah, I I went. I mean, why not? We'll go out go off for it. I mean, I love this ship and I love how they brought it. I love how the dynamics between the two. I mean, yeah, pot is one thing, but. I mean, for their relationship-wise, okay. without the pot, I think it could be wonderful. All right, so let's talk about the pot for a second because we, I believe we touched upon it lightly um, at the end of the last half season. But um, do you think, with the pot and everything, that Noah is a bad influence I do not. on Jude? Because Why? when you're... When you're that age, you're going to experience stuff. I mean, yeah, people people have big mouths, kids. I mean, 13 teenagers, they have their big mouths. And there's like, you can't go around it. Because kids are going to fall into these, these type of situations where, I mean, you go with pot or any, like, I mean, well, how can I put this? Uh, just a part of, kids yeah, kids part of growing and- up. It's yeah, kind it's of kind of growing up and with, I mean, yeah, I hope that the pot stops at a, at a, some point, but I do like how they threw it in the mix because it needed to be told. And, and it's, Jude is not, I don't think Jude is dependent on this drug. I think, I think he's more yeah. doing it as because Noah likes to not, not making Noah a bad influence, but because of his, you know, his attraction is the way he likes Noah. I, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I agree. I don't know. I, see, the thing is, is that I like Noah, and I feel like they could be great together, but, like, it's the damn pot, though. Like, yes, he can experiment whatever, but, like, it's, like, the pot's making him, like, sneak onto boats and just do really well, stupid Well, actually, stuff. I think the sneaking part was more... Because of the ban, I I, I kind of blame Lena and Steph in this sense because with without with they would have never been banned. Seeing the boat incident would have never happened. Point blank, I don't think it would have happened. I don't think it would have really? happened. Really? Because I I, if if Jude if Jude I, was able to see Noah at the the little um where were they at the fair um what was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if Jude could have, if Jude was able to see Noah, Noah would have helped him with the whole, you know, getting signatures or whatnot. They didn't have to sneak off to go smoke. That's true. I I see I see what you're getting at. This whole thing of like, well, they're gonna do it anyway, so you might as well just like make it. What do you okay. mean? Okay. No, like like the like the whole like, yeah, out um, or whatever like. 
they're, they're going to do it anyway, so you might as well just let them. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn on this. Because, like, like I said, Joa could be really good, but, like, they keep doing such stupid things. Like, Jude keeps getting into such really stupid situations that, like, if he's not paying attention, he could end up in the same place that Callie is. Like, Callie was a little bit reckless in her decisions, and now she's in juvie mm -hmm. again. Which, but like, Callie being okay, in juvie now is not her fault. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. Can we transition yeah, sure. into Callie? Cause I kind I kind of want to talk about her. Oh, the oh my God, the juvie plot. I okay. So you don't think that it was Callie's fault that she got into no, juvie? No, I I think I think her words were twisted around, either. and it sh it shouldn't have happened. Hell I mean. Yeah. She should have went in there and made her statement. Although running away from a crime scene is a felony, she still should have been able to tell her side of the story and not. And the other thing. And not oh, just believe Troy because I mean, if you look at the guy, the lot the guy looks mentally insane. I'm so sorry, but that's just my that's my right. view on him. No, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, like, even if running away from the scene of a crime is a felony, like, she believed her life was in it danger. It was. So I don't think she should have gotten I punished I think her life that. was in danger. I think if Troy would have actually caught her, he would have hurt her. I really believe that. I do, too, but I think Troy is, I think Troy is an excellent liar, which is why Callie's in the yeah. predicament that she's in, because he's able, he's able to pull off so well the whole, she's crazy. Yeah. He's he. I feel so. I mean, his manipulation was so good, though. If I must admit, his manipulation—the yes. way he twisted the like what actually happened around—blew my mind. I was like, really? Like he totally switched suits mm -hmm. with Callie. Yeah. I mean, like he was the passenger in the car. Yeah. Which is nope, not, not at happened. all, not in the slightest. That's. Yeah, but now now it's just a complicated game of he said, she said. Do you think, um, I guess that's kind of going into the next episode, so I'll, I'll leave that question until okay. the next one. Um, actually, maybe I can ask it now. Do you, do you think that, um, um, do you think that Callie, like, how, how do you, how do you think her trial I is going to go? I think that with, with, I think if Steph goes into the detective, you know, um, goes into detectiving, I think that this this piece of information of why, I mean, because there's still a question to be answered. Why was Troy there in the first place? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, we know why he was there, but like, why did he? He came off so hostile even like when he first showed up he was completely hostile towards Callie you could tell this was going to be uh, this was not yeah. going to be a good situation however it ended which it ended badly definitely yeah I mean as far as the I think that the truth will come out do you think he has do you think he has something to cover up do you think I, he murdered his grandma see I don't under I, I, that's a bit of a conflict for me because I can never wrap around the fact of why someone want to kill their grandmother. 
That's true, but you've seen Troy. He's a yeah, yeah, thing. exactly. So if he could, if he, if something, yeah, something does tell me he's hiding something, but that might necessarily be it. He could just be um, covering for the person that actually did commit his grandmother, mother's murder, possibly. I mean, that could be the case, but then again, I feel like they, I feel like if that was the case, then the writers would have hinted mm -hmm. at that. Yeah, way. you're right. Also, I really want to know what's going on with that curb painter and how he fits into all this. Yeah, the, the one, one that um, stopped uh, Sophie in the bathroom. <laughs> The one yeah, with the creepy that stopped house. Sophia in the bathroom. The one with the creepy house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's going? What's what's, I do think what's going coming. on with him? See, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to say this, he? but I do think he's going to be returning. I think that. I think that. I hope so. Um, they're going to start questioning probably Mariana, probably um, Brandon. You know, just to see their whereabouts. You know, to, before this altercation. Definitely. And um, Sophia. Um, Sophia could come forward. Well, because they were they were all at the same they were all at the same event, and Callie was in the car. Exactly, but, but Mariana, Mariana got, became so. missing. So they're, of course they're gonna oh, but Mari that's a whole other freaking, you know. Uh, but I think that the truth will come out, and I think Callie will be set free. Mm -hmm. Hopefully by the finale. I'm hoping. I hope so. I mean, okay, so. Uh, from what we know, it looks like Callie is going to be set free. There were some um, episode descriptions that were released. Sorry, guys, this is a slight spoiler. There were some episode descriptions that were released of um, future episodes in the season. I don't remember the exact number. Um, Josh from our group was talking to us about them. But some episode descriptions got released of Callie working, and they said that Callie was working on oh, yeah, a new project. One. So, I don't know what's going on with that exactly, but it sounds like she's going to be released. Maybe maybe it's not permanent. We don't know what's going on, but it sounds like she's going to be released at least mm -hmm. for a little bit. I mean, so I don't necessarily that 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 I think that episode is like two, three episodes away because they only give out um the hypnosis for you know ones that are nearby um mm -hmm. but yeah i think i think that this case is going to hold uh, going to be the main thing for the season definitely i i actually i like this plot i mean so like y y you know i it's not like I like the fact that Callie is in juvie with a potential um, rapist guard who's out for her life. But I like the plot just because I like it when the Fosters handles, like, mystery cases. Like how we had that whole thing last season of the, of yeah. the car crash. And trying to figure out who hit the, who hit the twins and Anna. Right. Or Anna or whatever. Oh, yeah. that's enough. Oh, that's that. I'll save that for next. I'll save that for the next podcast. Is it about the episodes yeah. three and four? Okay, save it for the next. Um. One. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um. By the way, guys. Um. Because we still need to catch up a little bit. We're going to be doing the first. Well, 
this episode and the next episode are going to be discussing two episodes each. This episode is going to be discussing um, 11 and 12. And then the next episode is going to be discussing 13 and 14. So um, stay tuned for that. Anyway, you were saying. I was saying, saying I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Cat, were we talk talking about Callie? Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the truth will definitely come out and say, uh, put into effect that um, why uh, Troy pretty much threatened Callie. I would. Would you call it a threat? I would. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do believe that this is going to come to light. I, there's no way this can be hidden for long. I mean, this is pretty big. I mean, they're going to want every single yeah. detail. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing with Callie, though. There are some things that could help set her free. I just thought what? of it. Because think, think about this. Callie was on her phone during the car ride. So they have phone records of her calling Aaron, and then Aaron can then verify that she sounded really weird or she sounded really crazy or whatever. Go on. So that's one. That's one piece of. That's one piece of evidence that could help potentially. Um, what's the word? Ex exonerate. I think. Set Callie free. Is the phone call that she made mm -hmm. to Aaron in the car? He was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, if Callie is going to be, if Callie were to be freed, what do you think they would need? What do you think the judge or the prosecution or, like, like what do you think the judge would need in order to set her free? I think the judge would need some type of... Um, well, most yeah, proof, some type of proof. Like, what do you like? What do you what do you think is what do you think it's gonna take to convince the judge that Callie is innocent? I have no idea. Me personally, I don't think the judge is buying literally anything right now. So unless they find some way to connect Troy to to his grandma's murder, I don't think Callie's gonna be getting out anytime soon. Because even with the phone records, that's speculation. Aaron could say she was acting strange and then the judge could interpret it that she was acting strange because she had just hit and run a body and was running away. No, but it was before. So, I mean, if you, if you, you look at the time differences, the time where she was on the phone talking to Troy to the mm -hmm. time she called the police. Yeah. That's a time difference. That's and then true. not only that, That's her true. getting her um actually calling Aaron again right when she was by um the juvie place. So mm -hmm. Yeah, she, and she, she wasn't speaking because she was so out of breath. I mean, so there's three different calls yeah. there. I mean you could if you if you calculate each one, you could tell which one is which. Or what happened, or at least speculate it. That's actually that's actually true because she was on the phone with Aaron before right. the crash happened. She called the police after the crash. So there's so so there's so there's no way 
that she would be sounding weird before if this if this was a hit and run if this was an accidental hit and run which is what i'm assuming the judge and the police all believe then that helps corroborate that helps corroborate i think her story cuz the if she if she called there's no reason for her to sound really strange and weird and out of place before the crash if the crash wasn't even right planned. yep Yep. Oh, we're good. Yeah, so I think I think that could definitely help. At least it could bring in a sense of um, a yeah. sense of doubt amongst the jury. How unfair do you think it is that Callie's gonna get get tried as an adult? Like I think that's it just is horrible. horrible. But considering her record. If you really I think mean, about, if you considering yeah. her record, how much, how long, how much she's yeah. been through, this would be exactly yeah. the time to trial her as an adult. It makes perfect sense because she's been through so much. She's That's done true. so much. I mean, from theft to running away to in the in the eyes of the law. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of course. I mean, it's right there. But it, but when because we're so invested in her story, we think we think otherwise because we're so we love her. We you know we know where what happened. You know, so mm -hmm. you know you know what I think. You know what I think Callie should do. I feel like when she grows up, she should write like like a like a, an autobiography about her life, and they would become like a bestseller like instantly. <laughs> I would love that. Me too. Me too. I would so buy that. Like the, um, like, um, the life and trials of Callie Adam <laughs> I mean, because Ooh. this girl has been to hell and back. Yes. Through the ringer. She's been yeah. through a lot. I mean, and, mm -hmm. and for this to be dropped on her, this, to be trialed as an adult, she could end up as another Kyle. I mean, yeah. Kyle's, oh, that's definitely true. Yeah, the parallels are insane. Kyle's in jail for um, I mean, a murder he did not commit. Kylie would be in jail yeah. for manslaughter that she did not commit. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's it, I mean, the parallels are very, very similar. And I think if Callie's going to help herself, I think she's she's going to need to help Kyle to get herself out of this situation. I think that's, that's what's going to happen. I also think that after this, I also think that after this situation, she needs to stop sticking her nose in things. Oh, but that, that's Callie. Sticking her nose <laughs> in things is what got her there before. That's Callie, though. Got her, it's what yeah. got her here. I mean, I understand Kyle, but, like, after this, like, she should be done. Yeah, I think Callie needs to focus on herself and going to college. Especially considering she has some skeletons <laughs> in her closet. Between this whole Kyle thing, to the breaking and entering, to having sex with Brandon, and then lying on the stand to get adopted, <laughs> that's a felony right there. That's perjury. Yeah. Oh. And knowing the Fosters... Knowing the Fosters, they're very good at taking very small plot points from earlier seasons and bringing them back in the latest seasons and blowing them up ten times over. <laughs> Dude, if this so, came out, like, her lying on the stand, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what I would do. 
<laughs> because prior to her yep. being adopted, she had sex with Brandon. <laughs> yeah, she did. The, not, yep. not like, I mean, a week, months before, but a day before. Literally a day. one day. And then, and then, they're, then they're like, so, are you and Brandon together anymore? <laughs> like, for real? Oh, man. I'm happy she lied because she's with the Adam sponsors. But she needs to watch how she sticks her nose into criminal justice stuff. I have a question. How different yeah. do you think Callie's life would be if she went with her dad? Ooh. Which one? Robert Quinn, obviously. <laughs> Robert. Well, no, because Donald. Yeah, Donald is an option. Um, I think it would have been so different. I think there would have been a lot of her going back and forth between the houses. I think Jude and her would have become a lot more distant. Yeah, I kind of see that too. Just because she wasn't yeah. there all the time. And I don't. I don't know if whether her, if if she were to go with Robert, I don't know if Jude would have met Noah or not. What do you mean? Like, cause like, if she would have chosen to go with Robert, maybe this whole Joa thing never would have You're happened. right. But then Connor would have, but you know, what about Connor? I mean, did you think Connor would have still moved? Well, yeah. I mean, not moved. considering you know but, behind um, the scenes. Yeah, but. but I, but I, but I, I feel like they would have been together, and I feel like he would have come to visit. I feel like we, 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 we would have met Connor's mom, <coughs> like we were <coughs> supposed to. <coughs> <laughs> See, I, I would have loved that. I mean, yes, I do love Joa. Shout out to the Joa fans. Yes, but. but. But if we could have actually yeah. delved more into Connor's yeah. life, do you know how more? Yes. Like, I think the viewers would have skyrocketed because of this. I mean, we've already loved John yes. as much as it was, but actually going That's into Connor's lifestyle would have everything, especially going yes. with Jude. That would have been everything. Yes. That's, that's yes. my point. Oh, 100% yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Also, just speaking of Connor, this is just a little aside. Have you seen Beyond yet? Yes, and I love it. Because because the the head guy from Beyond he looks, looks so yeah. much like he Gavin. looks like that. Uh, his name is um uh something Duffer. Um, hold on, let me see. I just I just had to point that out. Because they look so alike, it is really weird. Don't at me, you guys. <laughs> it's so funny because every because it's so funny because everybody in the group keeps asking, is Gavin and Beyond? Is Gavin and Beyond? And it's like, no, that's a different person, but they look alike things. Yeah, they do. So now Gavin so now Gavin has two lookalikes. He has Ansel Elgort and then this guy from Beyond. Mm -hmm. I here's the thing, I wanna watch Beyond. Why not? Number one, I always forget when it's airing on It airs TV. on Mondays and number two, at nine. And and number two, I would love to binge watch the whole first season if Freeform would let me sign in with my cable provider. Grumble, grumble. <laughs> grumble, grumble. So, 
I get you. Grumble, grumble. Well, um, I was able to log into my cable provider for Freeform, but I have Cox, so. I know. That's Time Warner Cable, people. Get the short end of the stick. And Time Warner is actually where they actually film it. It was a Warner Brothers. No. Right. It's Warner Brothers. Okay. That, that's different. Time Warner Cable is completely separate from the Time Warner. Oh, okay, okay. Like, they used to be a one big thing, and then Time Warner Cable kind of just branched off by itself, and then Spectrum uh, brought okay. them. Yeah. So, moving anyway. forward to Famous. episode... Can we talk yes, about Brandon? Yes, talk about Brandon. I mean, because we're going into the next episode anyway, so I feel like Brandon would be a perfect place to start because it's because of him that, like, Steph right. took down all the doors. <laughs> Can we talk That's about that? That's episode three. <laughs> no, but episode two, Dream a Little Dream. I like no, how it started right, off with his You're right. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Same. Can we talk about that nightmare? The nightmare sequence? sequence had me shitting myself. Like, literally, I almost shit myself. Because. Okay. To quote, to quote the young, hip kids of today, I was snatched. That nightmare sequence was crazy. And the way that they filmed it was just It was gorgeous. perfect. Also, how creeped out were you when you saw Mariana in that cast? I think I, I, I died a little bit inside. <laughs> well, that's ironic. well, because, I mean, was this kind of like a... I kind of thought, I, when I first saw, I kind of thought this was as a foreshadow for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, but like they, because that was yeah, actually Sierra I know. lying down in that casket, and they made that makeup look so real. She looked like she was actually dead. Like that looked like yes, actual. Yes, it embalming. did. It was crazy. Did you see that behind the scenes picture of Sierra, where she's just like sitting up in the coffin yeah. and like grinning? Kind of freaky. <laughs> it's like thriller. Yeah. Um. It's like thriller. But I like how in the dream sequence, he had this, if you did not know this, this, this dream sequence was a matter of life and death. Um, mm -hmm. Being, going with his little, going yeah. with baby Mariana, that was leading to his death. If he would have kept following her, I believe he would have died. Yep. Um, Me too. And, and then yep. going towards, you know, mom's voice, that was life. That's love, you know. That's why he yep. went there. He he needed yeah. that comfort, and yeah. the episode ended off perfectly Ugh. with him waking up. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the symbolism, symbolism of it all was just was so. Gorgeous. It was heartwarming, but mm -hmm. so wrenching at the same time. It was yeah. it was it was wonderful. I loved how they I love how they filmed that. Me too. I thought it was really pretty. As, uh, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Was, was episode two the whole thing with the pregnancy test? Uh, this is... Or part of it? Part really? of it. This is where Brandon saw Emma buying the pregnancy test. Yeah. Ooh! Okay, let's get into this little debate right here. Do you think Emma is pregnant? Yes. Flat out, yes. 
I do. Me too. Well, when, when people, okay, when people first brought up the whole, oh my God, her heading the bag to Mariana, freaking out Mariana's pregnant, that flew right over my head. Why? Because her and Mariana and Matt only had sex the day before. I'm pretty sure it takes up to two to maybe three to four weeks for them to find out if you're pregnant. A pregnant, no pregnancy test works that fast. A day a after, day no after. pregnancy yeah. test works that fast. I mean. Yeah. It, it was a lot more. Yeah, it was more for possible Emma. for Emma. Why? Because Emma and Jesus have been messing around since 4A. The bomb, yeah, since the bomb Yeah, thing. since the shooting. Actually, the bomb thing was the last time, the, sorry. I keep thinking of my own life and the fact that I had a bomb threat at my high school. No, um. The shooting. The, yeah. The shooting. Yeah, since, that was, actually, the shooting was the last no, time they had sex together. I and believe they, they had sex, sex in 403. Don't at me. That what was, was that? um, uh, was it Justify? No, it wasn't Justify. 403 is when Noah first came into the picture. This was, um, oh, I'm thinking of the name, the name. <sighs> I, but I do believe they had sex after that. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. But I think so because... And the episode after, which was Lena's party, they were t they were still talking about messing around. 40. Or four hundred three was when four hundred three was oh, when she true. was talking about the um the s trust that's the trust. STDs and stuff. Were about them getting tested. Yeah, that's four hundred three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure afterwards they were still messing around. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, so yeah, it made, and that's the thing, like, when I, when, when I, like, heard of, the, like, the possibility of, like, a pregnancy, like. Even Callie was more was, plausible like, than Mariana. Sorry. My, my, my first thoughts, my first suspects were, um, honestly, my very first suspects when I saw that in the season promo were Mariana and Courtney. And then when we saw the episode, I, th Here's the thing. So I was watching the episode, and I hadn't gotten to the part where Emma gave the bag to Mariana yet. I just saw Emma get the pregnancy test. So I texted Josh right away. I was like, Josh, Emma's the one that's pregnant. It's not Mariana. And it's not Courtney. And then he's like, you'll have to wait and see. And then I saw the package thing, so I was like, wait a minute. But then the next episode, it was like, yeah. She was like, that was tampon. Boom. Was like, and I said that. I was like, I, I was that. right. Because they were just like, oh, what is, they, I mean, there, there was, they, she gave her the pregnancy test. I'm, there could have been something else in that bag. We didn't know about, uh, for all we know, right. she could have, he, she could have been bringing her tampons. And what were they? Tampons. Right. Tampons. So I was like, yep. I mean, it, the, the whole thing just kind of like flew over my head. And I was like, no, it has to be Emma. I mean, even, I mean, even at this sense, or the morning Callie was two. even more of a, of a stretch because she was sleeping with AJ before. I never, I never said that I, Callie. No, but I'm just saying like Callie would have been more plausible than Mariana. Yeah. Definitely. If you think about it, Mariana could have also been covering for getting. Yeah, that too. Pill, but. 
I said that too. I said she she could have been in tampons or the morning after pig because there's no pregnancy test that shows you're pregnant a day after. Oh, hell yeah. No, it does not. No. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, this whole pregnancy thing is. This one's good. (laughs) This one's good because I could just think of so much that could happen with Emma being pregnant. This could throw so much stuff into chaos. Yeah, especially considering with the way that Jesus His condition. is now, medically mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. And the fact that he, like, literally can't do anything without anyone's help. Like. I want to see more of his outburst. He's chained to a bed. Me? That's yeah, the next, that's the next one, one, but I so want to see more of it. Okay. So, now that we have talked about, um... We need to talk about, about our moms. That we need to talk about. There's so much. There, there, there's, there's so much. They're so wrapped up in stress that the like, yeah. okay, the, the all the secrets is coming out. Boom, Steph takes all the doors. I totally get her coming from. That's nope. That's next. That's the next episode. Well, oh yeah, it is, huh? <sighs> okay, let's talk about Lena <laughs> and this, uh, this, this woman and the, the ghost. woman. Yeah, the ghost lady, the ghost lady. Yeah, let's talk about that. What did you think she was? Did you think she was? I thought a ghost she was an angel. I yes, I did. I, yeah, yeah I, I, I did too. Because angel. just because Lena has always been the one to have a more of a spiritual um, being of a more you know being more spiritual in herself, and yeah. so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean especially like, yeah. with um you know her losing Frankie and you know the little girl Francesca coming yeah. you know, I thought like. Um, I loved it because she needed that. She needed the little comfort yeah. and the little laugh that she got from the from her. And I, and I, I loved how um, I loved how supportive Steph was with all of that. Like to go pray yeah. down to the church to go pray. I I love their relationship. I love. But they're so. Just they're so their their world is crumbling down right now, and it just sucks. Mhm. Yeah. Can we talk about Callie's uh, statement? I've wanted to yes. talk about this. Why? Because when she, I don't like how the guy questioned the the um the detective questioned her, saying, "Oh, do you believe this was your fault because you got in the car?" Me neither. And can I just say how freaking stupid it was that Callie signed that damn statement without reading it first. But I don't because because Callie so she doesn't know so much naive. She doesn't know so much about the you know the you know reading over documents or whatever, especially police documents. Nice. She, although she should have read it, but even if she should have, even if she would have read, it, she wouldn't have. She, she probably would have thought it wouldn't have been used against her. That's true, but you're still supposed to. Read yeah, I do anyway. get that, but it still would have been too late. She still was supposed to read it. Mm-hmm. That's really naive. What if they twisted? What if they twisted her words around on paper, like yep. even before she yep. even signed it? And then she just would have signed it like this is mine. It's like, well, <laughs> sucks for you. 
I love how Steph told her to keep her head down and that she was going to get her out. That scene made me bawl. I was yeah. crying. Because mm -hmm. Steph was not hard on her at all because it was not her fault. Mm -mm. And you could just tell no. that Steph knew it wasn't her no. fault. And yeah. just the love between these two, There's... I love their dynamic. I was Ever just since season one, that. I've loved their was... dynamic. Yes. Yes. Like like when like when Callie um had that big secret and she was like, I was afraid to mm -hmm. tell you. And it's like, oh no, no, you can come to me for anything. Like I just I feel like Callie and Steph are so similar yeah. as people and in the way that they in the way that they treat the people that they love, in the way that they love the people that they love. Like the way that they act towards other people, I feel like they're so similar in that regard that that's why they sort of gravitate towards each other. And to be able to see, also, um, um, Maya and Terry have such an incredible chemistry when that whenever they do mm -hmm. their scenes together, it's mesmerizing. Uh, they're awesome. If if, if there's agree. a scene with Callie and Terry. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Callie and Terry. Um, and they're, and, yeah, and they're and crying. Terry? Oh, I'm bawling too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Every, no, time. every time. Me too. Every time. I believe that is all. Yeah, I think so too. Um, this is a pretty, pretty great episode. Um... Shout out to our other after chat members, um, Mark, or not Marquise, what am I saying? Um, T and Ivan, we apologize on behalf of them that they couldn't be here. Life mm -hmm. happens, school is hard, you know, that sort of thing. But we're gonna keep trying to get episodes out at you, and hopefully, there well, we have T, we have T already see. confirmed for the next, uh, podcast yes we have t confirmed for the next podcast and then ivan we shall see but he is now a regular member of the after chat so it should be good or as they say it should be um so know, uh, where what else you could do is just follow us on social media you can follow me at marquise keon yes um on on, on twitter you can follow me at marquise keon Yes. Um, okay, so for me, my name is Julia. You can follow me on Twitter at DayTweetsThings. I also run our Foster's Chat account, which is at the Foster's Chat underscore. Um, I also run um, Remember Our Johnner, which is R-M-B-R, Our Johnner on Twitter. And I also, I also run um, the Gavin McIntosh fan page at the MI Apple Trees. And um, Peyton Kennedy fan page at P Kennedy updates. Um, that she was his coast, Gavin's coaster on American Fable. Uh, yeah, that that that's that's about it. And then you can also find us um, on SoundCloud. Just search the Foster's Chat, and it should come up. And also, we're on iTunes. Well, well yeah, we're on iTunes. So if you're if you're getting this from iTunes, we're also on SoundCloud. If you're getting this on SoundCloud, we're also on iTunes. And a special shout out again to T for making our intro and outro remix of Where You Belong by Carrie Kimmel. He is awesome. 
And yeah, I think that's it. Um, Tune in for the next TFC After Chat episode where we discuss episodes 13 and 14 of season 4 of The Fosters. Talk to you guys later. Ta-ta! Bye!